You're such a good girl. Oh my gosh, were you being a good girl? Oh, you're such a good girl. Yep. If that came up for you in your life, you are not alone. I want to talk about that because it's a huge reason why many of us are very disconnected from our authentic essence and true nature and how it plays into us lack of boundaries, how it plays into us not really going after the things we truly want to go after and how it's keeping us stuck right where we are. So if you're here for this conversation, I'm inviting you to grab a pen because I'm going to be talking about things that you would definitely want to journal for yourself. I will be sharing things through my own perspective and my own lens always, but see yourself in the conversation, further it, share it. I'm so here for this, this work that we're doing together and let's get into today's episode. Welcome to Beyond the Reef podcast with me, Uilani Tevanga. Are you an ambitious, goal-getting woman? yet often feel depleted, sometimes even numb? Are you chasing success yet deeply desiring significance? Do you feel you're walking a tightrope of too much or not enough? From a young age, success meant safety, so I always achieved, but it wasn't as fulfilling as I thought it would be and I couldn't stop running. I feared one day if I stopped, it would all fall apart. Spoiler, it all fell apart anyway. In my darkest space, I went inward. I found the truth, my truth. I got to meet myself for the first time, to let go of shame and heal so I could help others in a deeper way. Imagine if you were able to unlock abundance from within, that it was no longer dependent on just what you do, but how you amplify who you already are through magnetic embodiment, emotional mastery, tapping into your intuition, and reclamation of pleasure. Oh yeah, we're going there. You're about to go beyond the barriers you think are keeping you stuck. It's time to awaken the mana within so we can go beyond the reef. in a way that you feel you're going to have one more thing to address and one more thing to fix. My intention with today's episode is only for awareness because we can't transform anything without the awareness. And it might be a hard pill to swallow because isn't it good to be good? Isn't it all that we should be striving for in life? When I'm talking about the good girl, I am not talking about are you a good person? Are you a kind human? I am talking about the disempowered part of the feminine. Now, when it comes to healing our feminine, if we do it in the same energy as hustle, as more, as more and more and more, we are not healing our feminine. We are bringing that same masculine energy, almost like a false sense of healing. And I'm seeing this a lot. And I just wanted to bring attention because the true feminine nature is really about the softening in the experience and the softening in the awareness. And each of us are so unique in our feminine energy and our feminine essence. And there's no one way to be in our feminine. Not everyone is meant to be fluffy, fluffy, 
fairy you know it, it doesn't have to look a certain way okay we can all completely be in our feminine and it looks so different it's not about that today's good girl topic is just for awareness so i want to give that big disclaimer because even if it's a very simple topic i think it carries a lot because this could probably be just like me the identity you've lived by in order to survive in this world so with so much love i'm gonna start chatting on it okay The disempowered part of ourselves I categorize as the good girl. Why? Because what do good girls want most? They want permission. They want approval. They want to belong. And they do so by people-pleasing to the point of completely self-sacrificing. As good girls, and I will go in and out of like I, we, together, yes, it's, it's truth. It's me. It's you. It's all of us. We will contort ourselves to be accepted and to be loved and to be liked. And sometimes we can even dovetail into this damsel in distress. It's this part of ourselves that is afraid to stand in our truth and to have very clear boundaries with others. So instead of having these clear boundaries, when we try to say what we really want to say and live as we truly want to live, we will sometimes use covert communication techniques like passive aggressiveness, like sarcasm. And I'm not saying sarcasm is bad. None of this is bad. This is not about categorizing what is good and bad. This is about redefining what it means to be good. Because so many of us struggle with this idea of I'm not good enough, But forget the enoughness for a second. What is the good? And what are you measuring what it means to be good up to? The good girl has a lot of this reaching and grasping energy and can also be coupled with dimming herself and contracting herself and making herself smaller so that others feel more confident, so others look at her as more palatable so that others are feeling in their power so that the good girl feels good that they are good and that they are happy at the cost of herself the good girl has shown up in my life and will show up in my life from time to time and i have found a way to retire her and to give her a seat in the back of the bus and allow the more mature feminine to come through. So crazy, right? At 36, yeah. A few ways that I can see how this has come up in my past was this real need to appease and seek approval, especially of male figures that coupled with, you know, like a fatherhood wound. But When you grow up in spaces where it's the men who hold a lot of the spiritual authority, it is your job to be seen as a good girl in order to be worthy. And your entire survival depends on this. You would never want to disappoint the people that raise you so you continuously be good. 
generationally I know that it was through my own maternal line that we relied on this way of being in order for survival not only on earth but with this deep belief that only good women and it's very earned the good badge to make it into heaven I know that that shaped me in such a deep way that I am still trying to comprehend and lovingly release I know as I quickly put on this role of mother, very young, I went from being a good girl to having the responsibility of being good everything. And maybe that is where so many of us really start to be disconnected from ourselves because not only are we trying to navigate our enoughness personally, is my house enough? Is my this enough? Is my career enough? Is my body enough? Like, is my, you know, sex life enough? Like, I don't know, all the different things of like responsibilities. Is it all good enough? Nothing that maybe our other halves are doing. This is just about our own awareness. I know that my children were really like the identity that and it was a, such a beautiful time and they were like two years apart two years apart two and a half and two and a half and it was like a part honestly like it was very blurry to me I don't remember a ton because I remember I was just really trying to make sense of this life that we were creating and I was trying to do the best that I could but this pressure on my motherhood was to measure up to this version of a good woman that was being modeled to me around by other women who are also struggling with this complex, right? Like it's this society template that so many of us inherit. We mimic what we see our mothers do and our grandmothers do, which is not saying it's bad, right? This is not about categorizing. This is just about like what is truth. We can slip from good mother into martyr, into this idea of enoughness, so I'm going to continue to push and push and push and, and do more and do more and try to be more when realizing we are good because we exist. One of the biggest moments in our relationship that was really hard for me was before I was ready to leave my dancing career. My husband was like, I feel like it's time to leave and just like be home. And before I was even ready, this part of my life I had reclaimed for myself. It was something I had worked towards and I loved my, my professional dancing career and I felt this deep resentment. And I thought I was resenting him for saying that, but what I really was resenting was I have done for everybody else my entire life. Here's something for me and that also I have to give away so that I can be a good wife. It was such a head trip for me. And because I was trying to be this good person, I ultimately did leave. And it was very painful. But therein lies a real harm, hallmark of a good girl. And that is settling. It's not palatable for a good girl to fight for what she wants. It's not palatable for a good girl to really, really stand up for what she truly desires. Her desires take the back. And what is more sad about all of this because it is sad when we settle it's not what we are really here to do as women we're really here to step into our power to remember this and restore balance to the world 
but we are constantly bypassed as good girls. We are told it is wrong to be angry. It is wrong and bad to be lusty. It is wrong to have desires. And good girls are like, oh, I can't do that. Something is wrong with me. I must fix it. One of the beliefs that I could never buy into, and I knew this in my body, like on, on some cellular level, when I would hear the, the term of like, it is your job to endure life, I instantly was like, wait, what? Because I thought it was to enjoy life. That's why I knew I'm here. Maybe other people could go ahead and endure their marriage and endure their existence, but that's not what I desired. And that is one thing that I am grateful for that I instinctively held on to. Fast forward today, even if I have stepped outside of religion, right? And you're in this like very ideal of a box, what a, a box woman would be. There is now exploring this innate spirituality. And I guess what, you know, people try to go, you're in religion or you're in spirit world. Like, I belong nowhere, honestly. I'm just my own thing. I'm in my own exploration. And it's a really beautiful time. But what I do see is that we can go into these like spiritual realms, especially as now that I haven't stepped into embodiment work. And I also notice that we bring these good girl identities and we start to contort ourselves to belong to spaces. How we speak, how we dress, how we do or don't think, do things and still try to be this like love and light palatable version of ourselves rather than expressing all parts of ourselves, which some weeks I feel fluff, you know, fairy like and very light. Some weeks I feel very spicy and some weeks I feel like saying fuck like some you know like there's this, all these versions of ourselves but a good girl contorts herself one way that is not our job and that is not our job to be responsible for how people measure what is good so when i recently shared an episode about sacred rage i know that that hit differently and i'm gonna refer to that because it's about being in relation to the darker parts of ourselves the parts that we deny like our innate sensuality like our deep sexuality which is our creative life force by the way which is in all of us no matter how good you believe you are it is not bad and that is a part of like this idea of the good girl that really gets so much of us stuck being coupled with being a good woman and a good wife but also pushing away these desires like how do I blend the two worlds it's very hard it's very hard for us to be a good girl and honor our desires and show up the way that we're expectations to it's kind of just like this make your own right that's what we say i'm gonna make my own then this is the perfect example when it's time to just make your own decide what is that what does that mean for you you're not good because you do for others and you achieve this and you act like this and you speak like this you're good because your soul exists and i know that your life has purpose but this good girl psyche and so many of us 
it's not a linear process that we just stop being this good girl. It's hard. But instead of being taken over by this good girl, what we get to do is recognize her. And the more that we recognize her, the more that we can quickly, lovingly, through embodiment practice, and I'm not saying it has to be a whole hour, it's just not a set thing that we do. At the end of this, I'm going to give you a couple of ways that you can somatically release her. Because she takes over a lot of our life force energy. And it can be years and decades of denying these aspects of our darker sides or our truth sides or our integrated selves because we feel that the depths might swallow us up. And I'm just going to leave that right there. It's a topic that we truly avoid. Don't we all want to be good? Right? Like, isn't that what we all should be is good? So we only talk about the enoughness. We got to bring attention and awareness and attachment to this unconscious identity of what is good. There are so many layers to that and that is only for you to really decide. We tell ourselves when we get into these moments of, when we start to awake, awaken really, and we realize like, oh, is this okay for me to feel this way? It almost like shocks us when we start to witness these edges of ourselves. You know, there's been a, a couple of you and these messages that came through and I'm like, yes, it is so exciting to me. We're like, oh, but now I'm starting to explore and I'm starting to experience these, these new things. How do you drop into your embodiment? How do you uncouple? You learn to resensitize your body and be in relationship with this sensitivity. This episode is not shared to gaslight you in a way of like, okay, see, you were this good girl. Now it's time to change and fix this. Like, no, witness yourself in truth. We have all been, we've all inherited a template like this, man. And now we get to create a different template, not only for ourselves, but for the next generation. As mothers, as aunties, as grandmothers, as just women that exist in the world around other females, right? And I can't speak to the men, but they also have their own complex with being the good man, the good boy that shows up for years and years and years in their life. This is about dismantling that for them too. I have to, I'm in a season of reparenting and that's an episode that I really want to dive into um, because being a good girl and a good wife really brought me to honestly kind of be a shitty parent. I gave my children for the first part of their life up until just, man, the last couple of years of my own awakening of like, oh, are you being good? You should be good. Oh, you're so good. Hair, hair, hair. Like ugh, basically repeating exactly what I am trying to get out of. So we get to make new templates. How? How says, that sounds great. I'm on board. I'm like, what What do I do with all this ideas? Like, great, I'm a good girl. Like, awesome. I don't want to be. So what? If there are states of underlying anger with yourself, can you allow yourself to breathe and see yourself? Rather than you having to feel like, 
but isn't it good for me to just forgive and forget and whatever? It's like, yeah, people love to gaslight us so that we can be love and light and be another good girl. Feel what you got to feel. Okay, I'm always going to say that. I'm going to repeat that, repeat that, repeat that. Feel what you got to feel so you can witness yourself in the pain that resensitizes your body when you learn to be in relation with your emotions we're not going to be fixated on fixing it's really about liberation and able to access this liberation at any moment it's a skill it's a practice and it takes time knowing that there's so many versions of ourselves and you're not crazy for being all these different ways. You're a multifaceted woman. So honestly, releasing the good girl and, and orienting ourselves into this mature feminine aspect of ourselves, I believe can start very simply every day with our sound. As we take deep breaths. We don't judge what comes out of our mouth after we exhale. And you might think like, um, I can't sound like that. People are going to hear me. They're going to think I'm sick or I'm dying or I'm sex- having sex or whatever else comes after these, these judgy thoughts. Why? Then they're good girl got a chokehold because that felt good for you. That was a release for you. But we're worried, are other people going to be comfortable if I'm an expression for myself? I'm going to leave that right there. Allow yourself to sing, to chant, to use breath work like ha, 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 working on getting sound. Um, a woman that I follow, I, um, Kalei Nohea, she's on IG and she just did a chanting workshop. I'm also seeing Kikuhi do chanting workshop. It doesn't have to be so formal, but if you've had, you know, hula background and you get back to the, like all of that, that's a yes. Because it helps us really tap in to the primal sounds. It seems so simple, but it is so profound. And usually the things that are profound are coming back home to the things that we've always known, we've always known, and then we're back in the box, okay? So really helpful tool as well. What is the flip side of the good girl? Ask yourself that. You will have some kind of version in your mind of the parts you've been told to stay away from. I can never be. But what is the dark part that you're really afraid to imagine, to embody? I'm not saying like you're going to be like that out on the street. If you're ready for that, cool. But really working with the energy of rewilding the wild woman inside of all of us because she exists. She's rebellious. She has a true essence of herself. She's instinctual. She doesn't ask, well, what do you think? What do you think? No, what do you think? Is this okay? Uh, I know I'm dropping into my good girl in my business when I start asking, well, what do you think? No, no, no. What do you know? If you allowed yourself to know, what would it look like? We can evoke these images of being playful and curious. And I also think somatically freeing 
this good girl, right? Because if you think about a good girl, what is she like? For me, she's contracted. She's holding everything together. She's holding it in. She's very tight. She's very put together constantly, always because we can't be anything else. What if I took off my bra? What if I, you know, didn't wear underwear today? What if I like, existed in the world a little bit more free, a little bit more, with more room and breath, a little bit coming out of these constructs of like what it's supposed to be like and did what felt good to me? Freeing this good girl somatically. Free our body. We free our sound. And we live a little bit more liberated each and every day. All of these things working very synergistically with the belief systems. All the things that we're learning, but it goes nowhere if we do not access that within our body. So all my love, my sis, and I am so excited about those of you that have been reaching out like, okay, I want to I wanna do some embodiment work with you. I have a couple of different options. For right now, the vessel is on wait list. But moving forward, I am taking just a handful of coaching clients till the end of this year, to the end of 2022. And beginning in 2023, there will be a lot more coming. With that same, if you need help in this area or you want to continue this conversation, my DMs are open. This is where I really feel like we can continue the conversation and then I know what can come next because I want this podcast to be of highest service to those of you who feel like you don't belong in any of the spaces. Maybe I'm like, yeah, it's a space for us that are trying to, you know, make change and be with a little bit rebellious parts of ourselves and yet we feel like I don't know exactly where I'm supposed to fit we probably don't fit and that's a beautiful thing this is a place for those who are change makers and leaders in their own spaces so anyways mahalo says for being here I will see you on the next episode I can't wait to hear how this helped you in some way if it did please let me know on the gram. I love you and I will talk to you soon. Aloha.